Hello lads and welcome to edition 2 of the VPS podcast. We had some really good feedback on the last edition so thanks very much for that. And the main one was the ability to catch up on the business info while you're on the move in between jobs, cracking on and you know Bluetoothing it to your van etc. The other bit of feedback was it, it made it a little bit more personal and I get that because I, I do listen to this type of content myself. Uh, it kind of brings the information to life and not, you know, so, some people, you know, they don't learn from reading. So hearing a voice kind of brings it to life a little bit more. So I, I do appreciate the feedback on that one. So delivering our message and making you feel more involved in our organisation is of huge importance to us. The main thing is that you're able to offer feedback and share your ideas. And most of you, if not all, have had a meeting with myself or your line manager or both. And this will continue for this foreseeable. Some really, really good ideas have been shared around the table. Information that will help us all move faster. So as with any meeting, we kick off with health and safety information, guys. And in July, we had a combined 21 near misses up from 18 in June. So that's going the right way. Pretty proud of the numbers that are coming out of you guys. Some of these near misses are actually turning into sales leads. I won't elaborate on this just yet, but I will share some information with you a little bit later on in the podcast. We had no accidents reported in July. Both operative and vehicle all went home safe. So we've done our job in keeping you in one piece and getting you home at night. One thing that has been noticed by our peer group and certainly uh, my superiors is the uh, the lack of PPE, almost certainly around the depot. So my benchmark for that would be if you're not wearing it around the depot when you're getting out your vans, then you're probably not wearing it hours on site. So please, lads, let's get that discipline sorted. It's designed to keep you safe, keep you visible, of course. Um, and if you have an, any additional PPE requirements, then you need to speak up to your line manager, either myself, Andros, Mark Walters, and the rest of your supervisor team. We've reintroduced the driver performance dashboard, and the aim of this is not to be in the bottom 10. I think a big well done to Chris Fletcher from Manchester and Duncan Wint for appearing in the top 10 pretty regularly. Uh, and for those in the bottom 10, it's a chance to improve your driving style. Lads, please do action the data that we send each week. It's going to help lower our premiums ultimately. Uh, we haven't got much left in the pot when it comes to our insurance premiums. Um, and I will talk in depth about that when I meet with you in a month or so. But at the moment and in the meantime, please do keep an eye on your driving style. Aim to not be in that bottom 10 and do use the data to adjust wherever possible, please. Moving on to the area scorecard. The Northwestern Nottingham were the top region again in July. Massive well done, guys. Between you all, you completed 2,223 jobs and that's over 100 more than any other area. However, last month in June, we've done 1,933. So this month... We did our jobs with 14 teams per week on average. And last month, we had slightly more teams, but did less jobs. Now, I do know the complexity of the job changes from time to time. And we did do a lot of quoted works. And a lot of that was driven by our contracting teams. So thanks very much for that. Collectively, our PDA usage was 94%. Again, you're smashing it, guys. Just one or two people in the group are dragging the heels. So you know who you are. Remember, we're all being judged collectively on this one. I can see a lot of you are reacting to the spike in workload and helping out with overtime, but I do keep seeing the same names appearing on that overtime sheet again and again. Can I speak to you all and say, help out your managers and supervisors. Remember, the work is seasonal. Take advantage of the hours while they're still available. It will go away, this. By delivering one more job each, 
will help keep our costs down, will help keep our temp labour down, and we can invest in better vans, better equipment, and your development ultimately. So from time to time, and to keep this thing lively, I'm going to invite a guest onto the podcast every now and again. And this edition of Invited Andros, who's the Northwest Manager, He's going to share his top few issues that he's seeing when jobs are being completed by you guys out there on Workforce IQ and also uh, some info for the admin teams too. Uh, this is all in an effort to make sure our, our costs are being controlled and to make sure that um, when you guys are completing a job, uh, we're uncovering all the opportunities to build a client. Uh, because the last thing we want to do is send you to a job and it be either free of charge or not be billed properly. So handing you over to Andros now. Hello Dave, um, here's your, your voice memo you wanted, reference PM. Yeah, my main bugbear is on PM are stuff like when I'm completing jobs, i.e. service jobs. Uh, for example, we're going to site and checking for breaches, uh, we're checking a latest signal. And upon completion, that we'll find on the workforce IQs that the lads are completing. For example, there's a PIR been turned upside down. There's a PIR on the floor. The alarm's been tipped on its side. Um, and obviously the lads are just obviously completing it. But what we should be doing is, obviously, which I've been doing for quite a while now, and, and um, my admin team have been doing also, is if we're coming to jobs and we're finding these, that we should be switching that service job to a refit, which from our contracts, that's approximately between £35 and £40 per job. So we're turning an FOC into money for the business. So obviously that's my main concern. So I'm just wondering if that's happened now throughout the business, how much money are we actually losing? Um, obviously we've got the evidence there um, to back us up. Um, so far we've captured a lot of money it's been confirmed through invoicing so we've captured all them costs another one also kind of like on the same line as this that obviously we're getting to site and there's contractors on site um, and they're asking us to move the alarm and again i've found jobs where they're just completing service jobs foc where we could be completing them and switching the service job from to a rem refit which approximately is about 60 pounds 70 pounds one of the other reasons uh, we're going to site for late signals, etc., or activations, is that we're finding contractors on site with PID keys. Um, but PID keys, probably 60-70% of the time, the contractors are using the incorrect PIDs, i.e. KST contractors have somehow got a PID key from LMH. So therefore, we would add a stock item for an escort of visits. And again, that's between 20 and £30, pounds, so... If we're missing out throughout the business, that's a lot of money. But again, through Liverpool, we're capturing us at all times. So that's all the moment I can think of for now. If anything else springs to mind, obviously I'll do another. But they're like the main ones for me. So escorts of visits, um, obviously stock item behind that. We've got the service jobs. The alarm's been tipped on its side or PIR's the floor. We switched that service job to the drop-down menu and hit it a refit. Um, if we are relocating an alarm, for a contractor on site, it's a REM refit. Again, 50, 60, 70 pound behind that. And if I think of anything else, I'll um I'll update this. But off the top of my head, that's they're the main concerns for me at the moment. Cheers, mate. So in summary, if you find a site with contractor interference, you you certainly should be letting us know. We can turn 
a an FOC job or free of charge, as it's known, and we can turn that into a revenue generating job. Um, and guys, for admins, make sure the overarching point Andros is making is checking out the quality on Workforce IQ. Make sure the communicating back to the office is good. Uh, enables us to bill properly. Uh, and also it brings us on to Workforce IQ quality in general. I do find an increasing amount of mistakes, it, such as missed stock items, poor quality pictures, or not enough detail on your job sheets. Gents, the detail and the photo will protect you should the business need to refer to it. It has happened in the past. It's going to happen in the future. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. This could happen in six months' time. Someone's going to say, you damaged my site. And we're going to be able to provide the pictures to say, no, Mr. Customer, that didn't happen. It wasn't us. I think it would be important to move on to the development of the area. And we're doing this via a series of meetings with you. Uh, they're called huddles. Uh, and these are proven to be quite successful. Here we're giving you specific information on your performance on a more personal level. So if I haven't had one of these with you myself, you will have had one with one of my team. Um, I will be joining you in the very near future if I haven't spoke to you just yet. Um, we've had some really, really great ideas to help us move quicker, training ideas and some kit requirements. But the most important thing is that you're on board and uh, you, you need to understand that we are listening to this. Um, so far, some of the ideas have been tipping up feedback uh, kit being delivered direct to each area as opposed to orders being um, sourced centrally to Liverpool um, we've had some training on flea sprays and been getting kit for that we're working through that with you we've had feedback on uh, for customers on the way the jobs are booked better details key information etc you know stuff that's causing you bother out there uh, we've set up some stores in Chatterton for PPE and kit for you guys up that end um, we've uh, sourced some voltmeters for the alarm teams as well, so we're not um, putting you know dud batteries back into good alarms. Uh, reusing lockbox bolts and paying for raw plugs instead of a whole pack of new uh, disposable bolts. So all these all this information has has been pooled together. You know we might have thirty ideas, we might have done ten, but you know as we start to move through this next few months, um, you know all those ideas aren't really going to change. You might have one or two extra, but you know let us start to work through some of those ideas with you guys. Uh, some really really good information. Thanks very much. One thing you've probably noticed is that managers and supervisors are now being tasked to check two sites per week. So you will have had specific feedback on your jobs, be that a positive well done or some constructive feedback to get you up to speed with a missed process or two. This is all designed to help us deliver an A1 service and ensure you are developing as this business starts to grow. And speaking a bit more on your personal development, I'll move on to sales leads. So I can see some really good engagement with Liverpool, but minimal traction for Manchester and Nottingham. Now, I do appreciate that we trialled it here in Liverpool and we'll probably have a little bit more of a better idea of how to do this. Uh, I would have hoped that you guys would have been picking up the phone to each other and trying to, you know, talk amongst yourselves as well. And I've personally had some meetings to explain how to submit a lead. And if I haven't done that myself, then one of my team definitely has. But I do appreciate this might need some further explanation, which I'm happy to do. I'll be working on some communications to see if I can explain that in a little bit more detail with real life examples of how people have been earning some cash. Um, I'm going to add the link to the sales lead in the notes to the podcast too. But just a very, very quick example of how this could make you some money. You could be out on site. You could be carrying out a clear. You might spot some needles, some white goods or some pest control opportunities that weren't on the original job notes. It's not what you were sent there to do. So if you use the link to highlight an upsell, and you speak to our managers, 
It will help you and us book on jobs and get more revenue. Ultimately, we're all here to win. You must put a little bit of effort into this yourselves. Start asking some questions and start feeling this up. A few weeks ago, we shared with you how you can nominate a VPS champion. And there's been some wider comms about this as well. Here you can nominate your colleagues for jobs well done. And we want to promote an environment that people love to work in. It's important that we recognise our teams that go above and beyond. So please join me in congratulating Kyle Parkin from Nottingham, one of our first VPS champions. Kyle's quick thinking might have helped save our young lady's life by manoeuvring his van underneath a bridge. This bridge that we now know a girl of 14 was attempting to jump off to commit suicide. So Kyle, I can't thank you enough for this act of selfless behaviour. If this has made you feel inspired, have a think about someone you know in VPS from your own or another department who goes that little bit further to make our customers, colleagues or members of the public feel special or it improves their life in some way. Please nominate them as the next VPS champion. We will be doing this month on month. We'll review all nominations at a monthly management meeting. So please send your nominations to vpschampions at vpsgroup.com. Also, as part of this podcast, we wanted to share uh, some good news stories from across the network and around the team. So congratulations to Kieran Marshall on your recent wedding, mate. I'd also like to take a minute to congratulate Ryan Madden from our admin team here in Liverpool, who's just recently uh, bought his first home. And in the last couple of weeks, he had a baby boy. So congratulations on the birth of baby Jack, mate, from us and the rest of the team. That just about wraps up this edition of this podcast. So if you need any further information, do not hesitate to pick up the phone to myself or your line managers. We will sit with you. We will explain things in greater detail, but you must come to us and tell us you don't understand or you want a little bit more context. Um, I'll catch you on the next edition and in some of our huddle meetings in the very, very near future indeed. But please continue to try and get one more job done and help us all get back to winning. See you later.